I would have so much more confidence if H. John Benjamin was my inner monologue. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friday Night Murder Club Presents I Punched a Fish Once. I'm Zach, and my favorite Ninja Turtle is Michelangelo. I'm Ashley, and I have a stuffed shark, and I love him. Leanna, and my favorite way to eat an egg is soft-boiled. I'm Eric, and I punched a fish once. I hear this week's topic is uh, five theme songs. Is that right, Zach? Yep, this week we're doing our top five TV theme songs that we could remember. (laughs) So, uh, who wants to kick this off with their list? I do, I do, I do, I do. Oh, we got a volunteer. All right. I feel like I was made for this uh, this podcast this week because I spent a lot of time watching TV um, from college until about, I don't know, let's say 2020 when I kind of switched to Asian dramas. But I spent a lot of time catching up on all the TV shows that I didn't watch because Military Brat, we moved around a lot. So I kind of obsessively absorbed as much tv as i could so can, can i interject just uh yeah just want to i want to ask you a question like what did you watch when you were like a little guy in germany so we didn't really watch um like there was some tv but it wasn't much of anything so we mostly mostly watched movies like we would rent like, movies like from. culturally like tv wasn't as big as it is here like is that what you mean or just like because you guys weren't interested because it was all in fucking german so it was in German. There was some English, um, but for the most part, like there was an English channel if you lived on base because it was the military. Okay. Channel. So it, you still people that had that channel would still get, you know, like Friends or Fresh Prince or anything like so that. Like, what did a day in programming in that channel look like? Because I'm super interested. In that. Like, what were the most important things to get to you guys? Was it like there was the news in the morning, there was sitcoms uh, uh, in the midday, there was more news in the afternoon, then like series news at night, and then Nick at night played the rest of the time? Like, how, what did it look like? There was movie time or whatever? It was still some of the most popular TV shows from the States, like I said, okay. or whatever was popular in the States at the time. Was it consistent? Um, like would every new episode of friends show up like a couple days later on your thing or the same day or whatever? Yeah, it would be consistent with it. That's cool. It was being broadcast for, through an American station. So yeah. it was through the military. So the news was military news and, right, you know, right, sure. was German weather kind of thing, but it was, pretty it was pretty similar it was just very limited because it was just as far as i remember just like the one channel but we i wasn't really we didn't really watch much tv growing up anyway but it was more movies and rented stuff that's interesting that's super interesting never occurred to me for those of you who don't know what renting a movie is we would rent vhs's (laughs) from this you know the rental video place of the area vhs yeah, yeah. I've, I've never heard of VHSs, but I rent movies from Prime and HBO all go the time. Go to your Google and look up VHSs and then go watch Be Kind Rewind. You don't have to do either of those things. I mean, Be Kind Rewind is a really good movie. I would recommend it. It is. It really is. It is. So to start off with, I'm going to go with my ultimate fandom, which is Star Trek, which kind of encompasses actually a lot of theme songs because there's a lot of different versions of Star Trek. Man. So I don't know if I could pick one specific one. Oh my gosh, really? I really, 
I mean, they're all so nostalgic to me. So as soon as one pops on, I'm really, I, I get straight into it. And I'm like, I have to look around the corner at, oh, are you watching Star Trek? You know, that kind of thing. So probably, um, I don't know, it, Next Generation's very nostalgic. Yes. Um, I do remember watching that in Germany. And then I really like Voyagers. There's is a little more kind of calm. The original series, you know, you can't, you can't say Star Trek without the original series. So I don't know. I like all of the Star Trek ones. They're just very nostalgic. That's your whole five list right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was encompassing. <laughs> I have too many. I had to kind of encompass. I dig that, yeah. man. It's I miss the days of of uh, like full orchestras for everything. With everything digital now, and, and I know that I can't tell the difference. And I guess that's great too. That's one thing we're discussing. Zach and I were talking about when we were talking about the li- these lists for this episode. Was theme songs today are very different. It, like they used to actually have you know a full intro. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to sit through them these days with with streaming and binging, so they make them short, short, short. Yeah, so um, it's gone are the days of like the singing sing along ones for sure. Yeah, um, I think anime will always keep us flush in those. Another one I have to mention is MacGyver because that's one of my very favorite shows, also, and another instantly recognizable one. I, I really like the ones that are just instantly recognizable by most of the population kind of thing. So I like MacGyver and I wish there was a way to play these without, you know, running into copyright stuff. But... I think everything we'll mention is very findable. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if your list is uh, truly iconic, then these people should already know these songs. They you should. Right. They definitely should. And so, okay, so that's two. And then my next one, I have a, I have a list of about 20, so I'm trying to narrow it down to five. Are, are these um, in any particular order, or are they just uh, all uh, as you So see? far, yes. So far, okay. from okay. top to, like, those are my top two, was Star Trek and MacGyver. Um, another one, I got into Westerns really big, so another one would be Bonanza. So I had to watch all the episodes of Bonanza for a while, and I think that's another real iconic one. I didn't watch them while they were live. I'm not that old. <laughs> so, uh, but I did go and watch a lot of reruns of Bonanza when that was on. I was super into a lot of the older cowboy stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. Except I watched a lot of it. And like, uh, I, to this day, will say that, the, you know, Tombstone is one of the, the greatest movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Just so dramatic and so well shot and just everyone, like, they, that, the, you know, our heroes feel superhuman and unstoppable. It's just incredible, man. But, but, uh, but yeah, Bonanza was a, was a big one. It's, uh, well, and I, there's a whole bunch that I could group into that, that time frame of everything was, everybody was into Westerns at that time, you know, yeah. and it would definitely, um, not be, recognizable by many for some of the ones I would try to mention. So I'm not going to, I'm just going to stick with Bonanza for that one. 
Yeah, lots of lots of ro- romance in the uh, the old westerns. I, I always like those comparisons, yeah. to, like the western movies and the uh, like samurai movies. You know, oh like yeah. If you yeah. if you really look at them, they're so similar because obviously the western movies aren't actually representative of what the west was like. You no, know? not at all. Uh, every, everyone's <laughs> clean and and well kept, and and uh, people are living happy lives. I I, I imagine oh, yeah. there's you know a smile or two a week in the average old west town, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but it's just it's just really cool, like those comparisons. One of my favorite kind of genres is like uh, that blend of of uh, western and the samurai culture. You know, the samurai that carries the six shooter or the uh, uh, oh yeah, you know the 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 cowboy that carries the katana. That, that's kind of, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, I really like that that time period. It's it's so interesting. Like if you really read about it, that whole westernization of Japan and just the way those things went. Samurai going from being uh, these like mythical heads of state uh to uh being uh like outcasts and scary people in the street right. you know they didn't they didn't wear uh, uh uh western suits and and carry a a pistol they had uh big swords and and uh were, were reckless mm-hmm. and and you didn't yeah. know what they were gonna do so just uh super super cool a, a lot of those uh, genres and and another interesting part is you don't realize that those two things happened at the same time in history. Right, right. So cool. You Holy know, shit. The West and Samurai existed at the same time. Yeah. It was, but it doesn't feel like that because the Samurai were wearing non-Western clothing. And so it was more, it felt more ancient than it did yeah. modern. Well, it's, I mean, but Western. the Samurai were around for a long time before that as well, which is really yes. cool because there was still so much tradition seat there that the Cowboys came at the end of the Samurai era and were around for about that much time. It was such a short period of time, which is so crazy that like the, the technology, like the exponential increase in technology and things, you know, like it's, it's it's just wild. We hit that that whole cowboy era was you know a couple hundred years if you really stretch out the ends of it, and the samurai reign was you know far far longer. But it's it's just neat that as you introduce weapons and uh, uh, guns and and trains and steam technology, that how much faster things start to go so fast. Yeah. So that was three. So moving on to my fourth, I'm gonna have to say NCIS. It didn't have like a you know, any kind of lyrics to it, but it did become a very, very popular show and has been going on for many, many, many years. And I was very obsessed with it for a long time. I really liked that one because I could just hum along with it anytime I hear the NCIS theme song. I don't know anything about the show. Me neither. I don't watch those shows. It's just one of those procedurals and had military military aspect to it, but it was a follow-up to JAG. It was a sequel, actually, or what? A, not a sequel, a spinoff. Yes, um, to Jag, and it actually was no more popular. Yeah, it was actually used in Jag. I watched a little bit of Jag way back in the day. Yeah. What does NCIS stand for? Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, they're actually the most efficient uh, law enforcement agency in the country. I don't think that's apples and oranges. I'm just saying. They always get their guy. Well, yeah, but they're like, the guys they're getting are guys that are already working for the military. That's so, that shit's so tight. Everybody else is getting guys that are running around in athletic shorts that you can't catch. What? Everyone knows you can't catch a guy in athletic shorts. 
Oh, that's true. Okay. That's why I've never wear... heard that rule before. I'm gonna have to start wearing athletic shorts. I guess you're gonna start committing crimes and wearing running shorts. You're wearing 60 pounds of gear and a pair of goddamn boots and some dudes in his basketball shoes. And you're like, I'll never catch him. He's the fastest man alive. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. No, I, I hope the NCIS has, is way up there in efficiency because they're like, this guy did it right because we observe everything tight. Uh, sorry, the show's probably way deeper than that. Yeah. And, and it extends worldwide, like as far as the actual oh. NCIS. It's no shit. Okay. I, I thought it was all like internal. It's any crime that can involve a Marine or the Navy. Oh, okay. So that's, yeah, that is way deeper than I thought. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. Then yeah, they're doing a good job. I just stopped talking shit about these. You might like just end our podcast right here from all the NCIS fans. Okay. Well, on to my next, my last one. Um, I wanted to pick a fun one because, you know, there's a, there was a lot of, Kids shows or kids TV shows. So DuckTales. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That would have been on my head. I thought of it. I loved Zach's like expression of ones you can remember because DuckTales absolutely would have. Good call. Woo. Every day that I can. Anyway, I don't know how long you can sing of a, of a, of a song before it goes into copyright, but I feel like it's less than like five seconds. seconds. Oh, there you go. So. Zach, you can put 15 seconds of each, each thing in so we don't get I, I might be wrong. I, I, I just I think I heard that in, on a show once, but it, it might be like five seconds. I think you might be right. I think like the robots have to find it, right? That's how they get them. Because if you can hide it, it's fine. But if the robots find it, then they'll get you. No, that was my five. Um, I had like about 20 and the list was, kept growing before I stopped. So that was my five, though, that I narrowed it down to. Well, all right. Thanks for that. Who's up next? I can go next, but I don't have five. So the first one, and definitely my favorite by far, and the one that I used to just love singing to myself, is the G.I. Joe theme song. Okay. I, I love that song so much. I don't know why. It's just awesome to me. Every time I hear it play, I just like feel myself like pumped up and jazzed for what's going to happen. Even as an adult, I'm still like, G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Leave it to a toy company selling me toys as a kid to like write a theme song that I think about my whole life. But, you know, they just, they knew how to write catchy lyrics in the 80s. They really did. That was just such a catchy, like, lyrics are so big for me. Like, I have a really hard time appreciating songs that don't have lyrics, which is why it's really hard for me to have, like, a bunch of theme songs that I like, because a lot of them are just, like, melodies. My my second one is also, gotta get in the Wayback Machine, the old um, 90s X-Men cartoon. Oh, yeah. I, I can't, you can't even mention that cartoon without that song getting stuck in my head for the next two yeah, hours. Yeah, and what's weird is, like, that one doesn't have lyrics either. It's just that awesome beat just, like, drops yeah, and it grabs you. Guitar Do you guys know about that being the same song as, I can't remember who it is, it's the soul singer. I can't remember who it is, but uh, uh, I, I'll look it up while we're while we're talking, but a manager of mine was humming that song one day, and I'm like, is that the 
X-Men theme song? And she's like, no, it's so-and-so. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I looked it up, and there's a bunch of videos on how it's like uh, this R&B singer sampled the X-Men theme song. And there's certain of it, but there's no credit. There's no proof. No one's ever pursued it. Just super interesting. Please, please continue. I'm going to look that up real quick. Yeah, like, there's uh, very few things i think that are more recognizable to a certain generation than like the yeah yeah exactly like once you hear that going it's like oh my god there's gonna be some awesome stuff going on um my next one jumps forward quite a few years uh the next one that i had on my list was a game of thrones theme song but caveat on it like the bass one's fine but I was watching YouTube and someone just hummed like Peter Dinklage over the whole thing. <laughs> so it's just Peter, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Oh, that would ruin a whole song for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that and I was like, oh my God, this is the version of the song. After that, when the show was starting, I would just start singing along Peter Dinklage as loud as I could. <laughs> that was a really iconic song. They did a good job with that one. They did. So it's um, it's Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight. Honestly. Uh, uh, anyone listening, and, and I okay. encourage all of you to look up just those two things in conjunction. X-Men theme song, uh, I'm Your Baby Tonight, and there are a bunch of videos comparing them. It's just incredible. But uh, but listen to the Whitney Houston song first, because it's subtle. It's subtle, but then you realize, oh my god, that's G-Dang X-Men. <laughs> I wonder if she's to blame, or if just like whoever her like mixologist was putting those beats together. I don't know which one came first. I think X-Men came first. So uh, assuming that's the case, then fuck yeah. Obviously, one of those guys was like, man, uh, Wolverine and the yellow is fire as fuck. Let's get that on the track. Wait, isn't a mixologist for drinks? Yes. I just checked. Yeah, yeah. So uh, producer, I think, is what Ashley means. Yeah, yeah. I was just using random words that flew into my brain space. I feel you. Yeah, don't trust the electric meatball in my head. <laughs> electric meatball. <laughs> so I made it up to, f- to four songs, and the last one that I could think of was kind of like, I don't know, I was kind of reaching, but it's it, it was still a fun theme song that I liked, and it's from the opening of How Heavy Are the Dumbbells That You Lift? Uh, uh, an anime about a bunch of girls who go to the gym to get swole. And I love it because it's all about protein and weightlifting. And it just gets me, like, jazzed up. Is that is that hentai? You're describing hentai? No, it's not hentai. <laughs> it's just a regular anime. You're making her get defensive. They have... They have like training episode or like any on each show they like talk about an exercise you can do and like talk about what parts of the body it targets and then they'll also like just review like good eating habits and stuff for bodybuilding. I when I found the anime I was like this is fantastic. I love this. Yeah, but that's all the ones I have. I couldn't think of anything else. I couldn't think of any other shows that like So what what makes the song good for that show? Is it uh the, the spirit of it, the lyrics. I know you're making the lyrics. Um, yeah, mostly the lyrics. I mean, it's upbeat and catchy, but 
Um, like I have a hard time catching all the words, but the refrain is the part that I liked. Yeah. Animes do they are really good at making your yeah. words. That's yeah. sure. But outside of those, I can't really think of any that like really call to me. So I couldn't even come up with like a fifth one because I was like no favorite shows when you were growing up? Like, uh, like what about like something like X-Files? Yeah, I couldn't even hum the X-Files theme song. <laughs> all right. So who's next then? Me or you, Eric? I'll go. I, uh, all right. So I have uh, no particular order, but I'll, I'll describe why I, I list each in the order that I do. But uh, I'm just going to start with Cheers. I, I think it's incredible that so far I'm I'm the third one and we don't have uh, any crossovers at all. I don't have anything that Ashley or Leanna had, so I, I think that's wild. Uh, we've gone in a lot of different directions here, so that's pretty cool. But cheers! I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, everyone can sing that sing that song, even people that don't know the song. It's just it's there for all of us to love mm-hmm. and be a part of and, and and feel good about. And it's that's all that song's meant to do is uh you know cause you to want to be in a place. So this came up recently and I've actually never watched Cheers and I did I knew the song when you guys sang it for me the other day but I didn't know that that was from Cheers so I feel very uh, out of touch I guess with the world because I didn't know that. Don't worry about it. I've never actually watched Cheers either. Oh good. Oh good. It's not just me. <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm an insomniac. I was a Nick at night kid. I would be awake at night. I had this little TV with rabbit ears in my bedroom um, to a point. We animated earlier, for those of you that don't know what that means, it means there were actual ears of rabbits. We used to have to cut them off of their heads. <laughs> and then we would mount them to the top of the television. And something about the way rabbits hear with electrosensitivity, we could use them to tune into uh, TV stations. And then you would just have little electrodes on their motor bands. It was wild becomes the final episode of our podcast that's actually how why people think the feet of rabbit are lucky because you don't go around killing rabbit for their feet right. you go for their ear exactly exactly yeah it's just just it's, it's science and you know history it's, it's where we're here but yeah so I, I watched a lot of cheers as a kid uh cheers and uh golden girls and uh the nanny i've seen all of the nanny all of it just because it was what was on at night and i'm laying there in bed with the tv I will still randomly uh, get any of those songs stuck in my head. Yeah. yeah. For no reason. No, Golden Girls definitely. The Nanny is a good one, huh? Golden Girls. I, yeah. I well, love the Nanny song. Yeah, I mean, she had style. She had flair. She was <laughs> That's there. how she became the Nanny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Nanny was really good, but I can't think of the theme song right now. My fiance was really into uh, the Nanny for a little bit. And uh, uh, every time it was on... I uh, would just start hollering the song, um, and I'm sure that was a really great experience for her. She's next to me. She nods, yes. Um, so I also, so uh, uh, Peaky Blinders, Red Right Hand, like references to Paradise Lost. Uh, and the song just has this like cool-ass cadence to it, and it's about this dark figure, and it makes you feel like, I mean... We all know what Peaky Blinders is about. It's about being hot and sexy and a bad guy, right? Like, and that song really does it for it. And uh, and and just that reference to uh, uh, the red right hand, uh, the the fearful vengeance, um, is a uh, it's just really really great uh, for the context of that show. I think so. It fits the show well. Yeah. Are, are, are any of you Peaky Blinders fans? I think some episodes or some seasons have come out since the last time I watched it, but I was real into it for a little bit. I watched a couple of episodes. It didn't catch me right away, so I moved on to other things and I haven't been back. 
I feel that. It's like the show is just about how sexy Cillian Murphy can be. Um, <laughs> just in different situations on, you know, with the no sunlight because they're in England, but it's, it's a lot of fun. The ending theme to Adventure Time, uh, we've been watching through that lately. That's kind of our go-to-bed show. It just feels so good, and, like, really a lot of that is owed to From Adventure Time. I don't know if any yeah. of you have watched all the way through it. I think it's easily the best television show oh, that's yeah. ever been created. Uh, and by best, I mean, like, on a scale of good and evil, not good and bad, you know? Oh, and, uh, uh, right. Like, if you've seen the last episode, like, I teared up in the last episode. Like, I'm super excited for uh, my fiance to get to mm-hmm. see that. That that just come along with me, you know, butterflies and bees. We'll go to the forest and do so as we please. Just like, just that carefree way about Finn and Jake and and this child and this uh, mutatable dog. It's called the Island Song. Um, but uh, there's a lot more to it, obviously. It's just that short piece. I just, I just love that. It just inspires such happiness and and like sense of adventure. Yeah, that's a good one. That show overall is just amazing. Like honestly. Oh yeah. I've never really watched the whole series, but I have done like the deep dive on all the lore of it, which I find way more interesting for some reason. I could throw on an hour long video of someone talking about the lore of that show. And it's for some reason easier for me to watch than the actual show. Yeah. Very much. Um, one of the things I love about it, just the, the phrasing and like the, the reconstituted reality of it. Like, like yeah. this thing that, mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, I mean, what are the rules of reality? Things are new all the time. And uh, <laughs> uh, like, it could be what would happen after the great mushroom war. Like what a great thing to call that. And yeah. You get deep into uh, some of the characters backgrounds, these silly things that existed at the beginning. And suddenly you realize that someone's known someone for a thousand years and they're an old friend, but they're trapped away in their own mind. Mm-hmm. And, there's so many spinoffs now. It's just, it's just delightful. It's just wonderful. And the message of acceptance and love is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually watched any of it. Oh yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with adventure time, it's just, I think it'll be required viewing for children when we have them, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. but our kids aren't going to be screaming about bluey. It'll just be time for another episode of adventure time, you know? I uh, just the things that it can teach people are are, are incredible. So kind of in the same vein of those uh, uh, those feel good, uh, teach the right lessons TV shows is uh, Steven Universe. So the Steven Universe uh, ending theme, Love Like You, is just about uh, the lyrics speak to admiring someone else for their ability to be kind and to love. And then referencing yourself in one of the lyrics is like, uh, I always thought that I was bad, but now that it's, I know that it's true because you're so good and I'm nothing like you. Like just a, a wonderful idea for, for change. And that's what Steven Universe is about. It's, it's, like, uh, it's like Dragon Ball Z. All the bad guys uh, just end up as good guys. You know, the, the, like by the end of the series, there's a, a, a spinoff series about Steven when he's older and just everyone's cool now like the dominating force in the universe that was coming to earth to oppress everyone after this war that happened years ago just now they're all pals and they're all just friends with everyone in the universe and they're doing good things and just being nice to each other just through the power of love on earth you know like the concept that earth specifically is uh more full of it so everyone is nicer when they're here you know Dragon Ball Z and Steven Universe 
I really, really like that you're picking your songs based on the actual meaning of the song. That's really cool. That's kind of, I, I was looking at mine, I was like, I just like the song or I really like the TV show, but you're just, I really like that you're going based on what the song actually stands for or what the TV show actually stands for. That's really cool. They're all very good musically. They're they're uh, incredible to listen to, but but absolutely, I think that in something like a theme song, the lyrics are much more important than just simply appreciating art from an artist as art, because there's some uh, some necessity there, right? Like it's a theme song. It's that's that's why we have the lyrics to it. And and uh, uh, that being said, my final one is Fighting Dreamers for one of the early seasons of Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, uh, not a ton of meaning there. It just feels real good. It's fun to sing. Uh, the uh, non-English parts are pretty easy to learn uh, and uh, sing along to if you'd like. And uh, uh, just it's it's one of those where, you know, obvious like blended uh, English with uh, you know, kind of Japanese from Japanese translations. But it's like, uh, you know, we're fighting dreamers. Let's go my way. You know, just just I'm I'm here to do it, and I'm in an anime. It's the funnest shit around. So, um, I really appreciate those kinds of things. Just an anime that's there to to really earworm you, as Zach put it, because 100% that's what that is. That shit gets stuck in me, and and I'm wandering around singing "Fighting Dreamers" to myself for six hours. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, that one's on my uh, that's on my uh, playlist for sure. Actually, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of Naruto and Bleach themes are on my. Yeah, just lots of great dynamics, emotional dynamics within the music itself. It, it's it's really really great. It makes you feel something. And they make really good road trip songs or car, being in the car songs too. Especially if you know the lyrics. Yeah, lyrics are important. I like what Leanna does when we're all hanging out listening to music, and she just pulls up the lyrics on Spotify when we have a group playlist. And that's something that I've done and I do more frequently. Yeah, like more frequently, <laughs> it's something that I do because it's I can pick up the progression pretty easily. And sometimes, man, I just want to sing. Yeah, I love to sing, and I've been doing a lot more of it lately, which makes me feel really. Good. Oh, absolutely! I was a lead tenor in my show choir in school. I've uh, uh, sung in uh, three three separate bands, uh, kind of four if you count the one that I was in with Russ for uh, a few months. But uh, I just I really enjoy singing. It's something that uh, I'm able to improve with practice as long as I focus and continue exercises. And I've been working on that a little bit. I uh, kind of want to start finding time for me to play some. Uh, some instruments again i just i'm not making time for guitars and mandolins and ukuleles and all the things i love i used to love too so uh, i've been practicing singing because i find the better that i am as a vocalist in a given time helps me with uh, my playing that's awesome i'm really happy for you yeah i say all that that's those them's big words coming out of me right now but you know we're trying to get better most fun i've had recently hanging out with you guys that wasn't like D D, but it was um, when we started, it was the end of a party and we just started karaoke, just pulled it up on YouTube and Absolutely. just started. Oh, yeah. That was so much yeah, fun. That was fun. And I really want to go to I... an actual karaoke bar. Not not like at a bar where you're singing in front of like all kinds of strangers, but like the Asian way where you go and you're in a private room with your friends and you sing that way. That's what I want to do. Does anything like that exist around the bridges of Cuyahoga County? It does actually. Yes, there is one at least. There's one down by uh, the Asia town Plaza. So I've never been to, to the Asia town Plaza was something I like to do, <gasps> but uh, we should, we, we just need to 
uh, a cam, I think, is the closest I've been, if that's where I think it is. No. We need to, uh, I, 100%, let's book a karaoke room, I'm in. Well, we need to take you to the Asian Plaza also, Word. because, no, it's in. It's actually in downtown. Yeah. It's closer than camps. They have dim sum. I do love dim sum. Well, I think you're off this weekend, so we might have to go do dim sum. I'm an appetizer guy, bro, and uh, dim sum is everything I want. So good. Yeah, but uh, no, it sounds great. Let's get dim sum and sing karaoke this weekend. That sounds fucking incredible. All right, so that was your list, Eric. Uh, yeah, that was that was everything I had. I uh, wanted to throw out the uh, the honorable mention there again for uh, for Doc Tales. I think that would have been right up there. It was uh, just. That's one that I, I it, it's kind of in my range. I love just really get into and sing. I think all of these are things I love to sing, every single one of them. Some of them are a little more subdued, but just make me feel something, you know? Mark my feel something. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down three of them that were along the same lines as DuckTales, so I had to pick my favorite one of the three. All right, well, y'all need to stop stealing my thunder okay. and let me start my list. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Zach, is it your turn already? <laughs> it is. So, uh, and I couldn't narrow it down. So for my first <laughs> entry, I just wrote the Disney Afternoon. So many of them were bops. You got DuckTales. You got Gummy Bears. Yep, that was on but the list. Gummy Bears. Oh, my God. Uh, Chippendale yep. Rescue Rangers. That was my shit when I was. When that I was, was on my list. list. Chippendale was my shit. All of those songs. Tailspin. Tailspin. Oh my gosh! They're just—they're what just—it's the people from the Jungle Book. What's going on? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, obviously they're gonna be in Casablanca, right? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most logical crossover ever. Can we talk about how how hot some of the like these crushes were that I had on some of these Disney characters, like like the mouse from Chip and Dale's, and uh, the yeah. equivalent of the mouse in uh, uh, Tailspin. <laughs> Yeah, I think she was a bear. Yeah, yeah, just uh, the, just these, they're almost the same, but just these cute, like, animal ladies, and I'm <laughs> like a child, I don't know how to feel about it, you know? Like the, uh, oh, man, Max's girlfriend from a goof troop? Oh, What's yeah. going uh -huh. on? Holy cow! <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Got me searching uh, furry porn when I'm 14, you know? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that went uh, differently than <laughs> Friday Night Disney. <laughs> <laughs> that went exactly where I expected it to go. Disney was trying to get me torqued up so I'd watch that shit. I know it. <laughs> hey, Disney was like super horned up in the yeah. 90s. Dude, yeah. Just I, I just the, the eyes. The eyes on everybody. They take those same eyes mm -hmm. I had on Princess Jasmine and they put them on some bear mm -hmm. lady. And now I'm confused about what I'm into. All right. So let's... uh. Get away from these uh, Disney wet dreams. Oh, my God. <laughs> and move on. So the second one on my list is it's the theme from the TV show The Wire. Uh, the name of the song is Way Down in the Hole. It's actually a Tom Waits song, which shout out Tom Waits. One of the best singers. Ever. I love yeah, Tom Waits. Right. But uh, one of the one of the reasons. Well, I picked this for several reasons. One, The Wire is like basically my favorite TV show. It's my my background or slash comfort show. I can watch it anytime. Sure. The theme song is really cool in that they had a different singer, they had a different version of it for each season. So the version of the song comes to represent and kind of encompass the feeling for each individual season. Oh, that's pretty cool. That, that's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've really, I've really appreciated it in shows. Uh, we're watching through Justified right now, and uh, kind of the uh, mm-hmm. the theme song for Justified is so bad. I wanted to mention that uh, at the end that it's it's just terrible. <laughs> and then there's this other song, and I I don't know right offhand what it's called, but uh, it's real smooth and kind of a bluegrassy and a little bit of old soul country, and it's like a deep down in the dark hills of old kentucky is where i can trace my roots and they play that and that's where the show takes places in kentucky and uh mm-hmm. they do like every season there's some cover of it now uh during uh, the end of the season and i love that i love that when they do that they create a theme song for something that's and then they have people do covers of them and uh based mm-hmm. on the mood it really still kind of maintains the idea that they're going for i love that shit Keeping with that theme of what you can do with a theme song, next one on my list is the theme from Peacemaker. Do you want to taste it by Wigwam? Oh, man. Missed that one. It's unskippable. It is unskippable. (laughs) Unskippable. Like, I have watched the Peacemaker probably four or five times all the way through, and I've never skipped an intro once. If we're looking at talking about an all-time great out of everyone's list, that's my vote immediately. I mean, and then the the real the real self. Where aside from just the amazing intro, is how they bring it back in the last episode and play it all the way through. So you're finally getting the second verse and seeing how weird and it breaks down reality almost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so a little bit of so. fourth wall action from Peacemaker, but mm-hmm. and just the uh, the opening sequence that they apply to it is. Mm-hmm so goddamn entertaining that that you have everything you need at the beginning of every episode if you haven't seen yeah. peacemaker and you want to go watch it right now you can get through there aren't many what 10 episodes of peacemaker maybe 12 um if you want to get through all of them right now you won't skip the beginning one time it's it's fucking incredible yeah. it's absolutely incredible no comment on my part great opening <laughs> sequence but i definitely skipped it when i was binging through that you shouldn't have skipped it because then you'd have seen it and realized you didn't want to. I did watch it the first time. I watched the, oh the first episode start to finish, but then after that, I was like, cool, don't need to watch the intro. Just uh, just John Cena with a physique of like a silverback gorilla doing those moves is just mesmerizing. You don't have to tell me about John Cena's physique. <laughs> As a thick man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next one on my list, uh, I went for. Um, I think this might be the oldest one on the list, uh, but also one of the most iconic ones in television history. Uh, that basically anyone can whistle because it's the theme to the Andy Griffith Show. Oh yeah, good move for uh, non-vocal uh, icon iconic yeah. theme songs. Just. It's it's really uh, something that everyone recognizes without sometimes, I imagine, even recognizing it. Yeah, like anybody can carry the tune in a bucket, and <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just recognizable instantly. And, it's, and it puts you in the right headspace. It puts you into Mayberry, you know? It it brings that sort of uh, slower time country kind of feel to mind. Have any of you ever met an exceptional whist- whistler? 
so like I can I can whistle and that's you know that's it I have that statement to say but someone who can make the noise and and really like dig into a tune with a whistle I like is that something any of you can do I've always found that fascinating as a skill that people develop no my musical talents have been known to drive people running away screaming so <laughs> I typically avoid making any attempt yeah so I whistle all the time and i have a pretty decent range to it but i don't think i'd say i was any good yeah same i, I can whistle and i can carry a tune while whistling i don't I, I guess i don't know what uh specific stats you're going on on my whistle talent but i would say not professional yeah i i, I agree it's I, I whistle all the time but i think that uh mediocre best uh, to to a point that Ashley just made about uh, like I have no musical ability so I so I don't try like I saw a meme recently that talked about uh, the fact that suddenly things like uh, creating music and dancing are marketed as uh, uh, or or are respected as marketable skills uh, instead of just things that people do uh, so people don't want to do them and I I just I'm a terrible, terrible dancer if by any standard, but I don't want to have a standard. And I just, I love dancing. I love just yeah. being in my apartment on a day off and the music's going and I'm singing and I'm dancing and just my fiance and I are just singing and dancing. I'm, I'm cooking lunch for us or whatever. And it just, I don't know, it, it, it stopped being something that people just do all the time. And now it's it, part of our nature. And now it's uh, something that it feels like you have to be good at otherwise. You are. Uh, you're not allowed to do it. I want people to sing poorly. I want them to scream their guts out. I want them to get all that out of them and just be happy. The uh, like dancing. I'm totally with you there. I've taken dance classes. I'm terrible at dancing, but I love it. I love everything about it. Like I yeah. love just getting to move and just like explore space with my body and like just kind of like feel the music kind of work through me and just that feels great. But I am. I'm monotone at the best of times. And that doesn't go away when I try to sing at all. So St. Patrick's Day is coming up and we're all getting together for it, which I'm super excited about. We haven't uh, done something as a group for St. Patrick's Day in, in, in a while, or like I haven't been part of it if we have. And uh, yeah, it's been a few years for sure. We had, you know, there was a whole pandemic and uh, we used to do something almost every year as a, as a team. And, uh, we're getting to do something this year, and, and I'm excited. I'm planning food stuff for you guys and me, and just uh, I'm going to prep things, and we're going to uh, eat real good. Well, that's, I'm going to have dinner ready for us. And it's just uh, one of those things where, uh, I, I don't know, that, that sense of, of together suddenly and uh, the, the, the singing is what really brings it out. Is uh, I intend to sing all day on St. Patrick's Day, if any of you have any issue with that. I uh, was listening to Patty's Day songs today, our, our trip back to the old town, and, and uh, sang all G-Dang Day, and I'm excited to sing about St. Patrick's Day. But uh, as Zach uh, uh, expressed that it's a heritage day, um, that's part of it, man, is that, that belting, and I don't care how you sound, I just... My favorite thing is when everyone is in the big circle and we're all uh, uh, yelling the same music. No one gives a shit how anybody sounds. We're just uh, loving life and, and belting that shit out. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. I'm excited. Sounds like you're going to have a lot of fun. Are you are, are you joining us? I'm going to try. Sick. Not for the singing portion, but I'll definitely try to join you for everything. Everything else. Well, the last one on my list isn't as much a song as it is a story. A story about how my life got turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute and just sit right there. 
tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Come on, how isn't this the top of it? It was on my list. That's for sure. I absolutely agree. That's it's just something everyone knows, man. It was on an actual yeah. album by an artist. Yeah, the artist sang it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that you would be hard pressed to find a kid that grew up in the '90s that doesn't know the words to that song. Ashley, you're excused from this one. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. And I feel like it's the only <laughs> rap song that a lot of people know all the words to as well, myself <laughs> included. I know I know a few parts of other rap songs, but it's the one I know all the words to. Unless you add in the extra verses. I didn't know there was extra verses. There are. I know. I don't know those words yet, but I will become uh, <laughs> I will become an expert at those sometime in the future. The the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And that was a good show. Like it was so good. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm a fan. <laughs> there's just emotional scenes, and, and there's a lot, there are a lot of dynamics mm-hmm. there. And it's a sitcom, right? It's a comedy, mm-hmm. but yeah, just those moments you keep seeing over and over again with uh, 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 Uncle Phil and, and Will, just mm-hmm. that love that's there. You know, you don't have to have uh, been part of someone's initial genetic creation to be someone's father or their dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The show, for being a comedy, did know when to tone it down or when to tell a serious story. It knew how to still have yeah, that point. Yeah, and they did it well, you know, for for the time period and also for just general moral, you know, moral uh, lessons to be learned, kind of thing. Yeah, I think it spoke to a lot of people. You, you, a lot of those shows, you look at just the the protagonist, the main character, and and all the lessons are with them. But I think that really said something about. Uh, a lot of dads out there and, and, you know, tried to say something to them about what life is like for these kids when they have to go live with their uncle in a town called Bel Air. I just, uh, you know, uh, the Fresh Prince and me are both in the Bad Dads Club. I get a dog. It's cool. Well, that about wraps us up uh, this week. Thanks again for listening along to another edition of Friday Night Murder Club Presents I Punched a Fish Once. My name is Zach, and I really have seen Peacemaker at least eight times all the way through. I'm Ashley, and I also watched some of the shows the other people did. I'm Leanna, and I'm a huge Trekkie, and I hope you live long and prosper. I'm Eric, and I think late 90s, 2000s, animal ladies are sexy. 